0: Welcome to The Silent
1: Lotus, I'm Siddithi. And I'm Suhita.
0: We are two South Asian women who are very young and figuring out how to navigate the world.
1: Join us on our journeys of tackling our health, self-care, and mustache hairs. A gentle reminder that we are not experts, just
0: two young women hosting a podcast.
1: We encourage you to seek out support from a trained health professional as needed. Welcome back to The Silent Lotus. Siddithi, what was your highlight of the week? Um. Okay. I, one of my roommates and
0: one of my best friends here at college, um, has been in a cheese board phase. I think this is something that happened to a lot of people over quarantine. I mean, I was just watching it unfold on TikTok, like all these people making charcuterie boards. Um, but yes. my my roommate and my friend has decided decided over the course of the past week that like she's just always craving cheese. Um and so yesterday was Rosh Hashanah. My roommate, this friend of mine is Jewish, and so we were planning to see oh. some friends, like we'd already made plans with these two other people. So she so she said instead, let's have a Rosh Hashanah feast. And we had like a three-course feast, and course 1 was this beautiful charcuterie board that she made. And I ate a lot of challah and goat cheese and olives and fig spread, and it was delicious. And I highly recommend the combination of goat cheese and olives or goat cheese and fig spread. Um, It's so good. And now we have leftover challah, and we're going to make challah French toast
1: tomorrow. So I've just been eating well this week. That is my highlight. I'm so sad and hungry and jealous. (laughs) But it's okay. I just haven't eaten today. I'll get there. It's fine. Um, Yeah. What's been your highlight of the week? I guess somewhat similarly, I've been like actually cooking and eating my own food and like experimenting with things and like keeping it exciting, which I'm happy about. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of the time when I cook, I just get bored of whatever I make, but now I'm like actually keeping it spicy. Amazing. And then I also finally started like exercising again. The first time I was, like, doing yoga in, like, my living room with, like, the TV and the YouTube video playing, and I think Mm -hmm. at some point, like, at at different points throughout the entire, like, 30 minutes that I was downstairs, I think all of my roommates came down at different points and were just, like, (laughs) interesting, nice, interesting position you're in there. (laughs) It was just, like, kind of amusing to have to do yoga in my living room with five other roommates, but they're all nice about it, and I think they're going to join me eventually, so that'll be nice. That's cute. Roommate yoga. I like that. That's cute. Yeah, man. Wonderful. Um, and I guess our first question's also, like, on the topic of food, and yeah. all I can think about is hollow bread and goat cheese. I'm uh, sorry. But <laughs> this is a different question. It's more so about yes, what is. are your go-to healthy-ish snacks, which yes. I guess goat cheese isn't unhealthy, but I wouldn't consider it a healthy snack. Yeah. Eh, in moderation, uh, I guess it totally could be. But what would you moderation. say are your go-tos?
0: Um, okay. I think that the concept of snacking... This is a bigger philosophical debate. I think that the concept of snacking is sometimes romanticized. Like, I... The the concept of snack foods is becoming less and less appealing to me. I feel like right now, if I'm hungry, I will eat, like, some cooked food or, like, food that is normally considered for, like, to be a meal, but in a smaller portion. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't have, like a treasure trove of snack foods in my house because I would just never reach for them. I'd reach for like leftovers or like a piece of toast, but anyway. Um, when I the one snack that I always consistently love is popcorn um, it's definitely mm. a healthy snack you can definitely get healthy popcorn I think what comes to mind is like Trader Joe's has this like air popped popcorn or they have like olive oil popcorn or pop, like avocado oil popcorn like, all these different kind of like healthier popcorn varieties also Boom Chicka Pop is delicious oh it's so good it's so good all the flavors I'm are so, so good I'm so hungry um
1: <laughs> we really I'm just be- in a phase now. I don't know why we're talking about this right now. <laughs> you, need, you need
0: to start eating before we podcast
1: because Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway, I'll be fine. I need to get over it. I'm sorry.
0: Yes. No, you'll be okay. You'll make it for like the next like 20 30 minutes while we record. Yeah, I can um, do this. Besides popcorn, I like Beverage is more for snacks. So um, thanks to my friend who gave me a SCOBY to brew kombucha. I have started brewing
1: kombucha. Um, Can you define what a SCOBY is? Because I didn't know what it was the first time you told me about this. Yes,
0: definitely. A SCOBY is like, to make kombucha, which is like a fermented tea, you need bacteria to like do the fermenting. And so a SCOBY is this like bacteria thing and you have to let it grow and then it like you can like bud off pieces of it and then grow your own so like my friend had a large scoby and then I just like picked well he just like removed a chunk of it in essence and then put it in some tea and gave it to me um and then now I'm brewing my own which has been fun and interesting and I like drinking it so I'm doing like a mango one also like passion fruit which I think is very yummy or i love a matcha latte which i'm sure that like the concept of a matcha latte is some sort of like appropriative term for like how matcha is actually considered the same way that like golden milk latte that That's that is a not a thing milk latte. it's just like turmeric milk that we've been drinking in indian culture for
1: forever so i hesitate I never to say about that it like that for matcha but that makes yeah sense. so
0: I, I i mean i just don't know before Where anybody's like from japan i think okay so before anybody's like, how appropriate of her, appropriative <laughs> to say matcha latte. Know that like I don't know the actual origins of a matcha latte, but I like it. And the and then apples and almond butter, I generally always mm. like. It's like a good breakfast also. It's a quick.
1: But yeah, yeah. What about what are yours? I feel like I'm on the same page where like I don't really snack. I just eat when I'm hungry, and it tends to yeah. be like my. The food that I like—if I'm not super hungry around like what would be considered lunchtime—I'll eat a smaller portion and then might finish that dish later. But I always try. I guess the few snacky foods I always have around are like fruits and dark chocolate, just because I crave chocolate at least three times a day. And if it's not there, then I get really sad. Wow. Um, and so I try to make that dark chocolate variations because that's better for you than the alternatives. And then if I don't keep fruits around, then I will never eat fruits and I will get scurvy. So always keep fruits on hand because <laughs> it's just a really good snack to have. Um, and then popcorn. Yeah, popcorn's always a go-to. But my thing is that I try not to buy snacky foods because then I'll just like eat all of them. So I, I have no self-control. <laughs> I don't get scurvy
0: so hard at you saying that you want to eat fruit so you don't get scurvy because like it's a thing yeah I'm sure you're right but here's the thing when I think like take your vitamin c or like have vitamin c so you don't get like a cold or like you know something like that not
1: scurvy (laughs) I know but the problem is that like I don't crave fruits very often, uh-huh. but if they're in my fridge, I'm going to eat them because otherwise I'm wasting them, you know? Yes. And well, so, like, otherwise I wouldn't eat them ever, and I feel like those are nutrients you probably need, because it's, it's in true. the food pyramid. I eat my vegetables. I'm vegetables just bad are, with fruit. I think vegetables are better than fruits. Yeah, because vegetables you can incorporate into your meals, but fruits aren't... Unless it's, like, fruits for me are, like, breakfasty. but yeah. I wouldn't put, like, an apple with my pasta, you know? Yeah, it's also, maybe that's
0: like a thing in certain cuisines, but like in Indian cuisine, that's not a thing. Although I had a friend tell me, this is such a tangent, I had a friend tell me, a friend who is Indian, whose grandmother is Jane, that Jane people, because they are quite limited in like certain vegetables that they eat, they'll make Mm -hmm. like subzi or like curry out of like apples or watermelon or something like that. So yeah, that was like a whole enlightening thing to hear from him. Um, But I think for us- That's so interesting. because that reminds different.
1: me, um, I have a friend who's possibly more obsessed with Trader Joe's than you are. Um, and she that is a lot. not real. It's possible. And the other day she was there <laughs> and she noticed these pumpkin samosas. and I was like, that's oh, that's kind of weird. I saw that this morning. Um, and then I was realizing, wait, my mom makes like pumpkin curry, so maybe it's not as weird as I think it is. It just looks weird because it's Trader Joe's branded, so it feels wrong. but maybe yeah. it's not that bad. So if anyone has tried these, like, let us know because I'm genuinely yes. cur- curious. My friend saw them and just didn't get them.
0: Me too. I saw them this morning and I was like, and I
1: didn't want to get them. Yeah. Okay, I'm intrigued we've got on, though. We've got Yeah, we should move too. on. This is a lot of healthy snacking and unhealthy <laughs> um, snacking. This yes. is not good for my hunger. I shall read the next question. Yes, please. Have you experienced any senioritis
0: since being back at school? Does it make you feel guilty to be checked out, or is it just a part of the process? Um, very very relevant question, given that Sweet and I are both mm-hmm. seniors in college.
1: How have you been feeling? I'm and so we've talked about out. this. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like, so the first part of this is the fact that because of the pandemic, our school has this policy where you can take any class, pass, fail, and it'll still count. So like, I'm an econ major, I can take my econ classes pass fail, and they'll still count for my major, which is bizarre, and super, super helpful. So if that wasn't the case, maybe I'd be a little bit less checked out. Um, I think I just care very little about things like clubs and like random acquaintances, mainly because like, it's harder to socialize now anyway. So I'm just less willing to go out of my way to make plans with the people that aren't in my like closer circle, I guess. Not that I don't like these people. It's just I'm lazy. I've stopped caring because of senioritis. Um, I am definitely still trying to care about school because I realize, like, oh, if I ever want to go to grad school, this is definitely my last chance to get my grades up. But at the same time, like, I'm not recruiting. Like, I know what I'm doing post-grad. Yeah. I could really kind of just do – I could objectively take all of my classes past fail, do nothing, and still be fine. Wow. I'm just trying not to because – that just feels like too lazy to me but like yeah. I guess the second part of the question about like the guilty aspect of it I definitely don't feel guilty about the social aspect because I'm genuinely of the mindset that like my time is mine and I have every right to choose how I want to spend it and that also extends to clubs like totally it's just not that deep like I'm sorry college clubs just are not that deep the most important thing out of them is the friends that you make and I have my friends from them like I'm chilling Yeah. Um. and my, I'm also of this mindset that like we're about to enter like the real world, that's in quotations for because you can't see me, but like <laughs> this is our last chance to be like just college students who don't really need to care about too much else besides like school and like the basics and family and all of that, and so yeah. I am perfectly happy just vibing for a year before I have to start being a real like adult again, and so I don't yeah. think there is a need to feel guilty when it comes to senior right, it's because you've earned it after three years of grinding, right?
0: Yeah. I definitely I mean I relate to a lot of what you said in terms of just trying to um be present and if being present just means like kind of like existing in this like weird nebulous thing that is zoom senior year that's fine I am somebody who loves to think ahead um I am Mm -hmm. a planner that is how I deal with like I don't know, everything in my life, but also mainly like the uncertainty of the world. I plan ahead for it. Um yeah. and so uh, this is a side tangent, but yes, it is I think important to just like be present and like in like accept the phase of life that you are in and not like I don't know, long for something that is past or long for something that is coming, like just enjoy where you're at now. And so how that relates to Senioritis for me is that I am also someone who puts a lot of pressure on myself. I mean, we go to a very, very, like, rigorous, intense university. That in itself is a high-pressure environment, but also just, Mm -hmm. like, because of this self-created pressure, I create, like, that high-pressure environment for myself. Um, That has always how college has felt for me, so... um, It is definitely unusual for me to feel, like, checked out in certain ways and then just, like, so relaxed about certain things um, because it's, like, in such stark contrast to how my previous semesters Mm -hmm. of college have been. But, I like, I agree with you that it's, like, definitely nice to take a mental breath while you have the opportunity to. Like, this is such, like, a unique thing that we're experiencing that we're in senior year, which is inherently, like, I don't know, more or less rigorous for some people, but we're doing it in this very, like, I guess, quasi-relaxed way to me. Um, And so I... And I'm trying to, like, teach myself to feel comfortable in this state of not being in a pressure cooker environment um, because, I mean, it's just showing me, like, I can like, exist in this way, and it's fine, and, like, I don't need to be, yeah, exactly, relaxed, and, like, I don't always need to be creating a high-pressure environment in order to accomplish things and in order to feel successful, Um, and that is an important lesson, I think, moving forward as I, because I want, I would like to go to medical school. I'm hoping to go, you know, do a master's, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have a long road ahead of me, and it's definitely, like, unsustainable to always be creating a high pressure environment and so mm-hmm. now I'm now I'm seeing like okay this is cool like this is what school can look like when you're just like I don't know taking it easy and like that's great you can still get your work done and take it easy and so yeah.
1: like I, I go think to my classes I do my work yeah but it's also chill like that yeah. pressure isn't there and I think for your case specifically it's like you're able like even though you still need to think about grad school med school and all these different things you're, you gave yourself the opportunity to have senioritis and to relax because you worked so unbelievably hard for the first three years of college, you know?
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. you worked
1: so hard for this ability to relax in a way before you come back into a high-pressure pre- high environment.
0: Yeah, there's definitely – yeah, I completely agree. So yeah. um, I would say to anyone who is feeling that way, if you feel guilty – and if you feel guilty because you're not doing meeting your responsibilities, then that's, that's not different. A, that's different. You should you but should if meet you feel your guilty, responsibilities. If you feel guilty yeah. for just like being in a state of being relaxed all the time because that is unusual for you because your normal state of like equilibrium was stress, then I think it's a good time to like enjoy this and settle
1: into this yes. feeling. Let yourself relax. I think yes. what Sadhisi said about like you can still accomplish your goals without being stressed out all the time. Yes, That is so important and definitely something that not enough people understand or realize or incorporate into their lives.
0: Absolutely. All yeah. right. Um, I've been saying that in a weird British accent <laughs> lately. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah. There is our next question is sort of also related to college. Mm-hmm. Um, I shall read again how have you handled slash how are you handling the uncertainty that comes with being a college student in terms of having to plan out the next few years It's very vague um Mm -hmm. I think to me this means like planning out your career and like your career aspirations
1: what do you think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I guess like I feel like this is a question that definitely could have come from like a high school kid or maybe like a freshman in college who's just trying to figure out like what the hell to do in college yeah. to prepare for the future that's how yes. i'm seeing it i think
0: hmm first of all take a breath um, because the way that college in the U.S. is structured is that you can just, like, float around and do a variety of classes in the I first year. Yeah, you you can do that, and that is okay, and you are not doing anything wrong. You are still, like, meeting the mark and, like, taking the classes you need to take, and you can shop around, and, like, that is fine. Um, don't let yourself feel pressured by the Intense people around you that like have had their life planned out for a while Um, I'm saying that from the perspective of someone who used who was very confused for my first semester of college But am inherently a planner and so it was weird for me to like I was like this is what I'm supposed to be like This is how I normally am and I'm not I'm just not in that place right now The more you fight it the worse it's gonna get and the more you're gonna make yourself anxious so don't do that. Um, the more you fight what exactly? The more you fight the uncertainty of this transition, okay. the more you're yeah. like, no, but it needs to be right. It needs to be. Uh. And
1: OK, yeah. Like, as in it's, a, it's OK to have that uncertainty, especially your freshman year of college.
0: Yeah, I think if you if you try and uh, to me, like to me, fighting the uncertainty looks like trying to, for example, box yourself into a career path early mm-hmm. that you are not certain about. Um, because yeah, you're just trying to escape that feeling of like lack of control and you're trying to just like put yourself into a path that's prescribed. But Mm -hmm. if you do that and if you don't lean into the uncertainty and actually figure out what you want, you're going to be like, I don't know, it's going to be like three or four years down the line and you might not be happy with the decision you made. And so take your time and learn about yourself also. It not just in, in the context of career, career stuff, but, like, I don't know, just, like, personally. Um, because, like, for example, I'll, I'll give a brief example and then I'll pass off the baton. Um, I was really uncertain about doing medicine right when I came to college. It had been, like, a back of my... Not back of my mind. It had always been, like, growing up um, in school, what I thought I wanted to do was become a doctor. But I realized around like senior year of high school and freshman fall of college that like there are so many options there. Like I knew that I was generally interested in like biomedical sciences and I was I was generally I generally had certain skills and was good at certain things. But I was like, I didn't even know that all these options existed. Like, oh, my goodness, I could study. I could still get this one degree, but I could go into like the business space of like health tech or like. I could, I don't know, just like a variety of options like that. I was like, wow, there's like a whole world out there that I didn't even know existed. And I feel so overwhelmed. But then I took my time. I did got some clinical experience. I think that is also productive. Get work experience in these areas that you're potentially mm-hmm. interested in. Um Because work environment and, like, the nature of the work and, like, what you are required to do on a daily basis makes a big difference. So I learned that, like, I love working with people. I love being on my feet. I derive, like, an immense sense of purpose from, like, interacting with another person. And being able to see that, like, diagnosing them or giving them a certain medication or just, like, illuminating their problem makes them feel better that's what I derive purpose from and so mm-hmm. learning that about myself allowed me to make the right career choice um and that was because I gave myself like the time in the room to explore a little bit um and also social support I think is really important mm-hmm. um but it's also I mean what do you think like I think that's challenging for let's say let's say this question came from like a current freshman in college they're doing college on zoom by and large
1: how do you develop a social support system in that way it's tough I mean I think the social support system especially right now is definitely much more difficult but like if you're still in high school I feel like that can still come from your high school friends hopefully your family whoever you're with at the time Mm -hmm. and then I've noticed that at least for our school like a lot of clubs are really really trying to reach out to their new freshmen and things like Mm. that so mm-hmm. I think it's just making the active effort to make those connections even if it's virtual because then you know yes. that they'll be real when you get when you get here when you get mm-hmm. to school. Yeah. And then in terms of the uncertainty like obviously there's uncertainty that comes with the pandemic sure but I think even as a normal freshman starting school
0: yeah
1: in a normal setting there's a lot of confusion. And when you consider like planning out the next few years I think you like we all really need to understand that there is a lot that we can plan for our sanity sure. I think planning is very very important but there's also a lot that you cannot plan for. Mm -hmm. But I think there are always ways to prepare to plan. So like, for example, Mm -hmm. my freshman year, like, so my freshman year, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to go to law school, but that's still very vague because you could do anything in college and still go to law school. And so Mm -hmm. I was still trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to major in. And at, at the same time, I didn't want to waste my time. And so I tried my best my freshman and sophomore years to take a variety of classes in different subjects, but mm-hmm. I planned them in such a way that I was still knocking out my general education requirements. Right, exactly. Because I understood that like I don't have a major yet, so if, if it comes to my junior year and I don't have any major requirements done or gen eds done, I'll be screwed. So I focused yes. on what I could control so that I could be less stressed out later. And I mm-hmm. think that's a good example of like those are ways to prepare for the fact that you're going to be uncertain. Yes. And I think like when it comes to the career stuff, at least in our school, I feel like there's a huge, huge pressure on like oh my God. needing to know exactly what you're doing. Like I have heard stories of like freshmen, like current freshmen, asking older like upperclassmen about like recruiting advice. When in reality, like you're a freshman, like you don't need to care about that yet. What you need to focus yeah. on is like, figuring out how to do school like how to do college it's it's not easy it's, it's very different from high school you need to focus on building your social support network because without that nothing else is going to matter like nothing else is going to be feasible like 100% you need that yes and so i think freshman year is just about figuring out your priorities feeling comfortable in this new environment and then from there you can start to worry about those next few years And I think even now, like, as a senior, yes, I was saying, like, I know what I'm doing post-grad, but at the same time, I'm kind of terrified because I don't know what it's Mm. like to really live on my own. I've been close to home my entire life. I'll be moving halfway across the country where I might not know anyone. And that's scary. That's uncertain. But I'm focusing on the fact that, like, hey, man, I've made a lot of other things work. I'll make it work. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also important to understand just that, like, For me in college, like, I've been very, very stressed about the whole, like, career thing, especially Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, having a low GPA and how that's going to affect my recruiting stuff. But in reality, like, it'll all work out. Like, even if it's Mm -hmm. not what you had originally planned for, something will work out. And at the end of the day, all that matters is that you're growing and learning from your experiences. Yeah, Don't put too much pressure on yourself to, like, stick to some laid-out plan because you never know what's going to change.
0: Absolutely. I think this ties back to the idea that we talked about in the previous question of like staying emotionally present in the phase of life that you're in Mm and this is something that I've just like generally been thinking a lot about in the context of like I don't know academic stuff and career stuff and like also personal life stuff in a variety of ways um yeah it's like a great thing to be able to plan I I personally advocate for it because I like it 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 gives it gives me a sense of like control and like I also Mm -hmm. it helps me feel like I can decide what I want and I can then just execute rather than like just doing something and hoping that like an opportunity pops up along the way anyway but I think still like what you said for example about like, if you're a freshman please do not worry about what job you're gonna get after you graduate like you're a freshman think about the things that come with being a freshman in college and be present in that and don't try and think about like okay how am I gonna be the best like you know, junior in college that's recruiting, like, that's not where you're at, really. But I think it can be really easy to, like, fall into that mindset in the higher, higher pressure environment of college. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, really my overall takeaway to everyone from this episode is be present in the stage of life that mm-hmm. you are in. Um, it, yeah,
1: because yeah. being present in the stage of life that you're in Whichever stage that might be Is going to prepare you for the next stage And it's going to help you plan for that next stage Mm -hmm. And that's all there is Yes I hope that's helpful I hope so too Um, We have such a Okay we
0: have a totally different question For the last one (laughs) Yes totally different (laughs) Do you want to read it?
1: (laughs) Yeah sure Um, So what are your favorite remedies for period pads? Uh, Okay So
0: I would have loved to... Important question. Important question. Um, this is something that I struggled with when I was, like, in middle school, high school, early college. Um, I would just have, like, the worst cramps for one day, but it was, like, the day, like, the first day of my period, it would be the worst thing ever. Like, just, like, curl up in a ball, lie in bed, and, like, not want to move, like, double over in pain, and then it would go away, but... I remember, but okay, the reason I bring that up is because now I have I have not felt that in over a year and a half because I have been on birth control um, because of these cramps and that has made the world of a difference. Um, disclaimer, like we always say at the beginning of the episode, Suta and I are not health experts in any way we're not doctors we're not medical professionals none of that so please do not take our advice as like medical advice what i will say yes. is that my doctor my OBGYN, had been telling me for a long time that if you're experiencing these cramps the birth control will help and when i finally mm-hmm. listened to her she was totally right this these pains have like completely disappeared truly i don't think about like periods as much anymore but if you are thinking about then that, if that's the issue you struggle with I always found those, like, hot, like, heating bags. Not the bottles, like, the ones with, like, the rice in them. You know what I mean? Like, you can make it yourself, like, rice in a sock, and then you microwave it. It's, like, a warm bag. I've never bag. heard of that before.
1: They yeah? also have, like, I've seen that. I have, like, the heating pads that you, like, plug in. I've seen those before. Oh,
0: no. So, see, this I is, like, those. a... I love those. This is just... I It's some sort of, like, rice or... Grain pellet y thing that you can heat up, and it's in like a cloth bag or pouch. And oh. you stick it in the microwave, so it's like it's kind of like the texture of a bean bag.
1: Do you know what I mean? And it's like kind of, I think mally-able. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like I guess kind it's of kind of, mally- of like the opposite of an ice pack.
0: Sort of, sort way. of. And okay. then um, you just, like, microwave it for, like, three or four minutes, mm. and then it, it's just, like, nice and warm. That feels good. Uh, tea makes me feel good, like a peppermint tea. Nothing, like, mm. you know, nothing with, like, a lot of dairy or, like, stuff that upsets my stomach, but, like, a peppermint tea Ooh. that feels very, like, I don't know, feels good for your, like, gut in general Um, because there's also, like, all these other symptoms that can come with periods that... Mm, like perpetuate the cramps and then curl up in a little ball in your bed. And like, if you're feeling crappy that that's okay. I just get comfy. I'm, yeah. It's also like total side tangent. Isn't it weird that, I mean that women every month deal with this, but we're just like expected to show up and like totally work yes. through the pain and like yes. just act like, and, and, and the, like, it's not even that we're not allowed to be expressive of the fact that we're in pain. We're just not even allowed to be expressive of the fact that, like, we are
1: experiencing this.
0: There's just shame and guilt associated with mm-hmm. all of it.
1: It's and like you're so... just not allowed to talk about it because men just get uncomfortable. Yeah. And also just people in general, not just men actually. Just so, so many people think it's, like, a topic you're not supposed to talk about.
0: I know. When it's so just then... a normal
1: part of biology that happens and then... every month to every woman.
0: Right, and then investing in your self-care at the time can feel very weird and, like, you Mm. just can sometimes feel ashamed of it, I think, because, like, really, I just remember that there have been times when, like, I was in such bad pain, I was like, I really just cannot show up to this thing right now, like, I don't feel good, and, like, having to explain that and, like, taking that, that act of self-care is very weird when the concept of periods is so socially stigmatized, so... That is my little side tangent. Um, yeah. Advocate for yourself if you are dealing with really bad period pains. That's, like, a very real problem that a lot of women have. So what
1: are your thoughts? Wow. I guess I I feel, like, a, I feel like really horrible for saying this, but, like, I feel like I've never really had these problems. Why should you feel horrible? But, you? you feel what you feel. That's fine. I don't know. I was just like, oh, like, I got lucky with this one. But I think it's also because yeah. like, I'm also, like, I don't know, just never had the problem, I guess. Yeah. Um, But – the few times where I've had like really bad cramps, I kind of just take an ibuprofen, it goes away yeah. eventually. Yeah, um, again, not everyone like go speak to your doctor, they'll help you figure it out. But mm-hmm. I think the most common ones that I've heard from friends who have this issue and have it really badly is like heating pad, literally just laying in bed and allowing yourself to just grovel or curl up in that ball, like you said. Like, yeah, you're like you're, you're in pain, like that's fine. Just because it's period related doesn't yes. mean it's any less painful. Let yourself take a break. It's not a big deal. People should understand. Yes, yeah. It's it's just should be just like any other kind of pain. Don't forget that. Absolutely. Yes, that is all I have to say about that. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And I think present in your pain too.
1: Am I right? Yes. I think I'm right. Could be wrong. Yes, you are. I think that's really our takeaway from this entire
0: episode: be present in whatever you are feeling or doing or Mm -hmm. stage of life you're in, everything. And with that that concludes this that's all our questions yes exciting um anything else you want to add before we sign off?
1: no i guess my always the last thing i say is please submit your questions these ones were Mm -hmm. great we always love reading them um and we are definitely looking to see the next ones and leave us a review on apple podcasts let us know what else you'd like to see on the show thanks for listening thank you bye-bye bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Silent Lotus. Stay in touch with us on Instagram or Twitter at Silent Lotus Pod, and submit your questions on our website at SilentLotusPod.com. Your question might be featured in a future episode.
0: We'd also love to see you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share this episode with a friend. Thanks and see you next week.